Hey there, welcome to this Ocean Life podcast, episode number 52. I'm your host, Josh Peterson. Today's podcast is brought to us by our good friends at Burnout Sun Care, family-owned company, specializing in chemical-free, environmentally friendly, and reef-safe sunscreens. Check them out at burnoutsun.com. Now today, we speak with Mike Wood, a lifelong surfer who grew up in the cold, kelpie waters of Santa Cruz in the 1950s. Now Mike takes us back to that time and describes the beach and surf scene in Santa Cruz and what the lineup was like at famous breaks like Cows and Steamer Lane. We hear of Mike experimenting with various ways to stay warm in the cold water, like wearing wool sweaters before the wetsuit came out, what the boards of that time were like to ride and carry up the cliff with freezing hands. Mike shares the stories of interacting with Jack O'Neill, hanging out down at the surf shack, and many other characters who made the beach their home back in the 50s. Mike also tells great stories of exploring the rugged Santa Cruz coast and finding new, unknown waves with his buddies and taking a surf trip with his crew down to Southern California when he was 15 years old. A ton of great nostalgia and depiction of teen surf life during this golden era of surfing. So, thanks for sharing Mike's ocean life with us. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Hope you're getting out in the water. And now, let's get into the ocean life of Mike Wood. Mike, welcome to the podcast today. Well, thank you. It's an honor to uh, for you to ask, and, and all, and it's always fun just to be able to talk about old times. Oh, I, yeah. I always enjoy that. No, for sure. And that's as somebody being from Santa Cruz myself, and having my frame of reference from like the '80s when I grew up till now, having hear stories of what it was like when Santa Cruz was not really much, and the surfing community was just starting to grow. So I'm super excited to hear what it was like back then. Yeah, it, well, uh, I, I guess we didn't know it wasn't much. You know, it, it seemed like a lot <laughs> then. Or, or uh, um, you know, I, I knew that there had been that uh, those people that had come before as a kid, just sitting on the beach at Cowles back yeah. in, in the late '40s and and uh, watching all the the hollow boards, you know, going out from the uh, from the surf shack there. Yeah. And uh, so you felt like you were part of a. a, a of something that had been going on for, yeah. for a while. So give us, um, set the context then. So you mentioned, what when do you first remember sort of being involved in the surf scene, the beach scene in Santa Cruz? What time period was that and sort of how old were you? You know, um, it, it was very like the 48, 49 yep. um, that I, uh, I first, it was such an impact on me. And uh, we, we just, we were down at the beach every day, yeah. all, all summer and, uh, and all day long. And it, we just walked down the railroad tracks and, and hang out. And, but the surf shack was there and the, it, it was kind of being, I guess, phasing out. It, it wasn't as important. Uh, the West Side wasn't as important a part of the surf scene as, as it had been yeah. initially in the 30s. Um, but the boards were always stacked out there, and, and uh, I, I used to love you know looking at those. There, there was a purple one with an octopus. Do you remember that, Tony? That uh, kind of a yeah. uh, you know just a uh, artwork on, on it that that fascinated me. But uh, and I remember seeing guys would uh, you know would paddle out, and they paddle out to the point at Cowles and and. I'd been telling you, you know, they, uh, they they would pull up maybe five or six red abs, yeah, and, right off the rocks, and, and just you know, and stick them on the board and and bring them in, gut them on the beach, yeah. and, and uh, uh, so that that era didn't last that, right. <laughs> that long, yeah. you know. Yeah. But by the time I was 
uh, age to go out, you know, wasn't there. But, yeah. Um, so what was the surf scene like? So you're a kid on the beach, you're, maybe you're not really grabbing a board because they're big, heavy things. Describe the scene. So how many guys and women were actually surfing, do you think, at that time? Uh, what was that scene like? You know, I, I think that probably right after the war, there was a, a big dip. Uh, everybody was coming back yeah. looking to get a job. And and, um, and that's certainly the case with our, our uncle, uh, John Lorec. And, and uh, he had always, I just idolized him. You know, it, it, he lived such a romantic life and, and the ocean was such a big part of it. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, um, but you know, there, there, there weren't that many people, the, what people said then was, oh, Cowles isn't as good as it used to be. Yeah, you know, yeah, it used course. to be really good. Yeah. And, and it was always, now, yeah. it used to be really <laughs> yeah, good. Right. You know, every generation said that, I yeah. think. And, yep. and, and I think Cowles always was Cowles. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> um, but, uh, there would be, you know, a, a few people going out, uh, paddling out, but, mm -hmm. but, I would say it was maybe two or three. Yeah, you know, uh, gee, so a crowd uh, was like 10 maybe. Oh, oh, very much so. Yeah. But I think if you went to the east side, and at uh, that time, you know, we didn't venture out that yeah. that way because we just would walk to the beach sure. and that was how you got down there. I suspect that that pleasure right. uh, would have had uh, more, yeah. you know, uh, that that was where the, uh, you know, people were, yeah. were going. Um, I don't remember seeing people surfing steamer as really right. young, yep. you know, but I know that it was yeah. that uh, you know you, you read about guys that that had surfed it in the 30s or for early 40s and yeah. and all, um, but uh, it was a long paddle and and that right. way, you know it, it wasn't so easy kelp, to get right. to. Cal's is sandy; it's a little bit more you know yeah, yeah approachable, yeah, was, and there's the kelp and the bigger the heavier surf the lane. So then, tell us about the first time you got on a board. Surfing? How old were you? Um, well, the first time I I made a little board out out of some wood from the basement, and, no and that was when and, and uh, I I got the the lifeguard all pissed off at me. You know, I, I just went to 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 uh, surf the shore break there, just yeah. to, uh, just making it, and and uh, um, um, but I so I was probably about eight then. How'd you so. make a board? How, oh, I did. I, it was just a, you know, a, a, a nice piece of wood. And yeah. I thought, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to shape this and, uh, and, and see if it works. And, uh, it didn't work very well, yeah. but, but it was, it was fun to try. Yeah. And, and, wow. and uh, wow. So. But you had the idea, cause you mentioned when we first sat down that your father and others in your family had, had been shaping boards. Uh, you know, they, they had, and, and that kind of, uh, I, I only learned of that after dad had died. Oh, wow. Um, um, he um, he was always interested in 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 me surfing and, yeah. and that kind of intrigued him and and he he really was awfully good in the water really? he, he he you know he, and he always loved the yeah. water um, uh, but uh, but Betty had said oh yeah you know, your your dad and grandpa used to uh, uh, used to go out at 16th Avenue yeah. and and they they just shaped boards and I, I'm assuming maybe maybe planks of redwood or yeah. something and wow. and, uh, and and would surf that that wave and, and I had always thought of we body surf 16th Avenue right. or, uh, um, till the the rock part of the, yep. the the cliff caved in there and that kind of screwed <laughs> screwed the wave up but uh, um, but 
Betty remembered it was it was a straight shot from their their house at uh, on Arana Gulch and and, um, uh, they had all the wood you know they had the Wood Brothers Lumber Company and 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 so I said oh yeah they used to ride waves uh, there so I I I suspect they probably were proning uh, yeah uh, stuff but that would have been I'm I'm guessing the late twenties and early thirties and certainly by the you know, into the 30s. That's that's when that's the surf club really, right. uh, really got underway. And was your dad and part of the club? Like he he, he was, was surfing, but he was an ocean guy, but wasn't. He was not. Yeah. Um, no, he he was. He had a family. He you know he was struggling to try and yeah. find work yeah, in Santa right, Cruz and right. and be able to make things work. And um, apparently, we did have a, a relative that we never knew that was supposed to be one of the founding members of the yeah. uh, the surf club. And right. and um, they uh, we've only learned within the last few years they they live right out on Monterey Avenue, just just right oh, yeah. over Carlson, cool. and then and then moved to. One of the houses just just right, uh, yeah. you know, right at the, the curb of the cove, yep. um, and, and um, I, but I never knew him. Right. Uh, but now we know of him. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. Uh, John was the main one that, that we remember. That yeah. and, and uh, yeah, he uh, he had he had a, a tough life, and right. you know, a lot of the time it was sleeping down at the, yeah. at the shack and oh, wow. you know at, uh, on the beach or yeah. uh, and and. Um, but he had made the board, I think, in uh, maybe a shop class at, uh, uh, at Santa Cruz High, yeah. and, and uh, surfed that. And I, I don't remember when he would have graduated, but he was older than huh. than Diane a few well, years. He went off to World War II, so. and, and he was he was a uh, navigator on on a B twenty nine. Yeah, uh, oh, wow. Uh, you know, doing yeah, uh, he was in missions. It. He really yeah. was. Wow. Yeah. So you started at eight. You grabbed a board or a piece of wood, called yeah. it a board. And then, then was that, that was your entry? It, that was, and it was just the idea was, yeah. was planted and I, I knew I wanted to do that. Yeah, and so then how'd so you get your was, first board? That was just a, a yeah. step. Uh, and, right, and so what was next that. after that? Um, so now we're talking he, like 1950-ish. Uh, yeah, right? 19, maybe 1950. Okay, cool. Um, and and then and then it was body surfing, mm-hmm. and and uh, and we would walk down to uh, to the river mouth, yeah. and, and and that was always a, a fun body surfing wave, and 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 that kind of it just it held me over. Then uh, for some. The, the the surf shack had been torn down, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so you, you didn't see too much of a scene. But then uh, there were a few you know, some really different uh, boards, you know, all of a sudden popping up at Cowles, and you'd you'd see yeah. see people going. And, and Danny Reed uh, just said, "Okay, you gotta you gotta come out," you know, and and so he'd loan me a, a, a new balsa board, and and, uh, and and I said, "Oh yeah, well this is really oh, wow. great," and uh, so. I, I got my first. Uh, it was a used balsa for sixty bucks uh, from. And at that time, the uh, the only guy that was really making boards around here uh, uh, was was Doolittle, uh, uh, George Doolittle. Um, from he was a, a shop teacher over in San Jose, and, yeah. and he would drive over in his Austin Healy every weekend and, and surf. <laughs> and, and so he he would make boards, and, yeah. and uh, eventually Danny glassed for him. And and uh, um, wow, so and one board maker at that time, uh, just about you know yeah. um, O'Neill 
didn't make that many. I don't think he ever was really into yeah. it, and he didn't make a very good board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, was, he was focused on the rubber and other it, things. It, it, he yeah. really was, but he did make one beautiful board for Erlene Myers, and mm. and that was it. Was really you could tell he lavished you know a, a, a lot of care and yeah. and and everything you do and and and. and uh, that was the, you know Erlene surfed it really well. Yeah. She was she was the first woman uh, that I really remember surfing really? Uh, around here, and uh, she was beautiful. Yeah. You know, she was a couple of years older than than I was, and, yeah. and she lived up on Meadow Lane uh, uh-huh. at the end of my paper route, and, and yeah. uh, <laughs> I was, you know, hope Erlene's yeah. out, you know, or something. And, uh, but. Um, uh, but but she was uh, she was really athletic. Just just it was really accepted yeah. by everybody. You know, it was it was just really cool to right. have have a, a someone yeah. interested Female in the water. Yeah, and, and and I guess she's still serving. Yeah, and, wow. And uh, and then later, um, what was it? Jean Van Dyke's uh, wife uh, Gretchen. Mm-hmm. She she uh, she served mostly the east side. So I I then. You know, as after I got my license and I was yeah. able to kind of you know move around more right. and and, uh, and and surf different spots, then yeah. uh, uh, came to know of her and and so it was. And then Sheila Anader, she was same age as mm-hmm. as me. She, uh, um, I didn't think she was that into it, you know, but but apparently she she has become that, and yeah. and, uh, and so that's that's cool. You know, yeah. I'm really glad that that, that uh, you know she. Kind of. Yeah, no, that's way cool. So then talk about like your own progression because what we're talking about is like cows, even to today, is like the entry level spot. It's great. Like all the kids learn there. Yeah. As they get better, they move further out towards indicators, waves a little bigger. They get better, they move further out to the lane. Uh You got a balsa wood board for 60 bucks. And then how was your progression? At some point, you must have ended out. Up out at the lane as well. It, it pretty much was as you said. Yeah. You know, it was moving out to indicator uh, and then looking up and, and looking at. Hey, look at those waves up there. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> let's just go a little further. Yeah. And, and then there was, uh, uh, you know, inside curl and and. Uh, but I I really liked the point. Uh, mm. That was a that was a cool wave. Yeah. And and uh, uh, and middle peak always was good too. But somehow I, I just the uh, the point was the wave that. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that I I really really liked. Yeah. So what was it like with a like today? It's 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 February. It's winter time, and big northwest swell. Now today's a little bit choppy and bumpy, but there's yeah. plenty of days when it's glassy and perfect and big. And at this time, there's no warmth. You're oh, just in trunks. Yeah. There's no leashes. So. It did was, you how many times? I mean, how many times did you guess you had a lot? You lost your board on a big swell and had to go chasing it. Oh, sort of swimming every time. <laughs> you know, it, it was it was just it was something that uh, I mean, you were really life. careful. You tried, you know, you you, uh, you you did try to grab the board and, and yeah, uh, yeah, it's and a bear hug. And, and, uh, and but. You know, twenty-four inches or twenty-two inches yeah. wide and four inches thick, and and uh, you know, thirty-five, forty pounds yeah. of balsa. It, it was, uh, you know, there was there was a lot to to hang yeah. on to. Yeah. Um, and and you know, I I would get maybe an hour or yeah. an hour and a half right. that I could take Before it. Before and, and, and then and then I had to go in and yeah. and, uh, and and so we we just like fires on the beach and, and yeah. every every stitch of clothing I had I always smelled like smoke you know from yeah. uh, from, uh, from from old driftwood and right, stuff right. Um, but um, 
Um, there were guys who could handle it longer than that. Um, and geez, you know, <laughs> that's really, really something. But, yeah. but uh, I, I would think, you know, most of this, it, 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 after an hour yeah, or so. Yeah, you're done. Oh, it, I bet. Was, Even an hour, tough. that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Now, last and, night we were, we were here having wine. Um, and one of the stories that popped out was sometimes you would jump in the water with your wallet and your shorts. Oh, <laughs> Because <laughs> there's no wetsuit, like here you change, you, you you basically don a completely different costume to go surfing. But oh, back then, it was yeah. You what, just what you drove take your down. shirt off and you go. And it was so, cut off jeans. Yeah, yeah and, and so you you used to sometimes run out, jump in the water, and have all your stuff. Yeah, on. I. I uh, Maybe Tony remembers it more than I do. I, I, I think I only did it once or twice, you know. <laughs> but uh, I did, yeah. I've done it too, so. I did, uh, but, yeah. but oh, damn, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and when you're out there, and then you realize, and well, I'm not going in. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it was. Yeah, that that was kind of before baggies. Uh, yeah. You know, it it was just. Cut off jeans and God, they were uncomfortable. You know, oh, it, it, it just just nasty, wet. Yeah, uh, and heavy when you're trying to swim because oh yeah, denim just gets soaks the water up. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just probably the worst thing you could possibly yeah. have done. But it, it was kind of uh, you know typical yeah. of you know what what people would right. wear and do. Now you mentioned you also experimented a little bit with warmth, like wearing wool sweaters. Yeah. So what yeah. was, talk, talk about that. Um, well, I, I tried it and yeah. uh, it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it worked when you're standing there about to jump out, but once you're out, it, it, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and I remember just sitting there with the wind on it and damn, this thing doesn't yeah. do anything, you know. <laughs> and it, it just, you stay wet and and, yeah. uh, and, and, and and then the wind runs through that. And you know, what, what seemed to fit once you got in the water, became really baggy, yeah. and and if you're swimming after your board, right. uh, you know a, a, a wool sweater doesn't make it, and and you knew you were going to have to do yeah, that. It's almost so. semi dangerous with that thing, you know. You know, yeah, you down. Yeah, well, that was what you know. Everybody had to be comfortable in the water, yeah. then. and, and uh, uh, you know, there wasn't anybody going out that that was really going to be in trouble if yeah. they didn't have a wetsuit floating right. in or, right. or something. So, what was when the, as the evolution of surfing technology, you, you got, you mentioned cut off jeans as your shorts, then there was baggies. And then maybe there was, what would, do you remember what it was like when you first saw a wetsuit? Just the idea, the concept? Oh, yeah. It, it, it kind of just exploded. All yeah. it, um, O'Neill had been fiddling around with, with different things and trying stuff out and, you know, oh, this didn't work, well, this didn't work and, and all. But um, uh, there were a couple of people who, who, uh, who came out with, with gluing up rubber and uh, Phantom Wetsuits mm. was, was one. And that was the first one. I, I just got a, a beaver tail, you know, yeah. long sleeve and, and, uh, and boy, that helped a lot. Really? You know, that was, uh, that was really good. Game I mean, it was, changing. Yeah. Uh, it was what, like three sixteenths double skin and, and, uh, and, and then, uh, uh O'Neill came out with that farmer John and, and, uh, uh, and and then you know if you had the money and you get a, a you know a jacket as well right. to, to go over that but then that gave you that double layer on your chest and and that was wow. that was huge it must have been um, absolutely like um, revolutionary yeah you know, growing up in trunks all year and, round even when it's freezing to actually have a little <laughs> bit of warmth like that must it, have been it, nice. yeah it, it was nothing like like wetsuits now yeah. the, the whole technology just continues to evolve and they come up with amazing things but uh but that was just a, a 
giant quantum leap forward and and then you you just got so much more time and yeah. so and just so much more pleasure yeah, out of it yeah and and, and um so that's I, I went from the uh, from that first jacket, and that's what Mike did as well. Yeah. You know, he he started with just a yep. uh, just a jacket, and and uh, uh, was going out in all you know all seasons too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, it, uh, but the uh, it, it was all money, you know. To, yeah, that's right. To, uh, come up with that, so you, you couldn't always. Wasn't always easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to put together something that, yeah. that would work, but. Uh, yeah. So as you were talking about basically focusing your surf on one area, right, Cal Steamer Lane. But as you got older and got a license, when did you start branching out to maybe the east side of Santa Cruz or even like up yeah. north? Or that was yeah, that was by '58. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Danny and Don Snyder had uh, said, "Hey, we got this place up north. You got to come." You know, and and uh, and and so we, we we just threw everything in in, uh, in Snyder's Woody and went up to uh, Four Mile. And, yeah. Uh, and and. Um, uh, and, and so you'd have to you know, pull the uh, the fence back, oh, no you know, way. the California fence yeah. and, and the barbed wire. Uh, walk through a bunch of cows and yep. stuff to, to get down to the beach, and and um, and there's this this beautiful you yeah. know uh, cove and 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 beautiful waves, and and there's nobody, nobody. anywhere, nobody on the sand, yeah. nobody on the cliffs, yeah. nobody in the water, and and so it'd just be us, and those foggy mornings uh, up there, uh, that was really nice. Yeah, it's and, a beautiful spot. And, and I remember sitting on the beach at, at, at Cowles, and, and Gus Gustafson was the guy that first surfed it. He, really? he found it, and Gus used to, uh, he was checking everything up and down yeah. the coast, uh, you know, way ahead of everybody. Wow. And, and, and always, you know, by himself. Yeah. He, he was it, he was just kind of this lone guy looking right. and, and, and just kind of pushing his way into the, uh, in, in, into the unknown right. and, and uh, surfing it. But, and, and that was always, had been one of his, and, uh, and so now there were like, we have maybe six or seven guys that would be right. out at, at there. And Gus is saying, yeah, yeah. I used to have that place right. all to myself, and uh, and, and then I took Satch with uh, with me up there, and he told everybody, and now everybody <laughs> surfs <out>. there, <laughs> and and uh, you know we we were everybody, I guess it, yeah. <laughs> a few, few more, yeah. and and then uh, what is it, a state beach now or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. believe yeah. it. Secret <laughs> spots only stay secret for so long, but it's funny though because Four Mile was as my my own self as a kid was actually like kind of the first spot for thinking back that I went and traveled to too. So I was probably 14 or 15 and a guy I worked with, I didn't couldn't drive. Yeah. I was just surfing here on the west side as you were mentioning. And then maybe my, my dad down like Ben the beaches or Manresa, but he took me to four mile too. Same thing. He's like, you gotta check this spot out. Now there was maybe five guys. It was still relatively secret. Yeah. Now every kid at University of Santa UCSC, oh. it's like the spot. But it's it's a really, really pretty neat place. Oh, it still oh, is to it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'd I'd love to go back up there again just yeah, to yeah, check look it around. And, and now you told me once. I remember a while back there was a time when you and your crew were surfing, and two of the guys I might mess the story up. You didn't see them for a few days, and they were surfing somewhere else. You didn't know, and they came back, and it was basically Stockton Avenue. That was Danny and Don, which is not a real longboard wave like it's a pretty heavy oh, yeah. barreling steep wave and you Absolutely. tell that story when you didn't see them and they've basically found this oh, 
you know, really legendary um, spot. yeah, it, it was. It, we were going up up there looking looking for waves, and uh, you know, where and Danny and I had been around, you know, for, yeah. together since paper routes with the Sentinel, and and when I was just a little kid hanging out on the beach, yeah. his his parents used to bring him down there too, and 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 all, but uh, but they were uh, they were just gone, and and uh, and. Couldn't tell for the for the longest time, and and uh, yeah. I, I forget how he finally you know broke down and 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 passed it on. Really, but, he couldn't. But I, he yeah. couldn't hold it back. It was too good of a wave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it uh, uh, and 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 it would break when nothing else. You yeah. know, I mean there there would be something there, yeah. and and so and it was so handy and yeah. right, right there. You know, it was it was crazy, um, but uh, uh, yeah, they uh, they were both. Uh, they they could handle that you yeah. know uh, pretty well. They were both still riding pretty big boards. I think Don had a um, uh, he had a Hobie foam. It was some of the very earliest foam mm. boards. Yeah, and, a lighter. And, and, and had this cool. this pink uh, uh, kind of pushed a lot of water, but but he was you know uh, he was able to to, to get into that yeah. wave and and, yeah. and uh, do pretty well. You know, you yeah. get covered up and. It's cool uh, to ma- imagine that because where we are like that spot. Getting from Cal's, the Santa Cruz Wharf, Boardwalk out to there now is West Cliff Drive. And I don't think then there was probably no, maybe just a road out there. Well, West Cliff Drive always was. Uh, was it already? Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, well paved. Yeah, and uh, it's, it. I think it's always been a, an artery there. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, that that kind of neat gnome house right there at Stockton, that, yeah. uh, that, you know, with the the, the, the rock blocks. Uh, yep. uh, that our, our Aunt Diane actually was friends with the uh, oh, really? young woman. That, that had lived that was her her home and, yeah. and they stay over there but yeah that was always, kind of that was one of the last houses on Westcliff yeah. Drive and then there's the uh, the one that was just forever cursed that that you know uh, just immediately started to deteriorate they try and, and renovate oh and, it kept and, sliding and, into and, the water and there's, there's another iteration of the same yeah. thing that uh, uh, it, it just the salt water would yeah. everything rusted away yeah, and beats those uh, houses pretty but, good. But uh, but that was I think those were like the last two houses mm-hmm. on, on West Cliff and and uh, and then it was just and, and, and it was just fields yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, yeah Grandma used to uh, say yeah, who would ever want to live out there yeah. and, and <laughs> remembered Swanton you know had he had subdivided it, and there were a couple of pillars stone pillars out there and it looked like uh, you know geez, what, what's going on is yeah. this, uh, and and uh, so in the in the first century uh, first decade of the 20th century he was he was planning to, yeah. to build something wow. out there and and then that never happened right and I talked to dad but I, when I had the paper out and I said yeah you know, I can buy a lot out there for five or six hundred dollars. I've got oh, that geez. money in the bank, and and, <laughs> and, I can, and he says, "Oh, don't do it! Don't do that!" You know, he says you'll you'll just pay property taxes on it and then sell it for a loss. You know, and it's <laughs> our and, and uh, it's a family tradition of giving bad advice to our yeah. kids. You know, <laughs> keep passing it on to the generations. Yeah, yeah. Dad wanted to be an airline pilot, and his father told him, uh, "My grand." Grandfather, it's uh, it's just a passing fancy, you know. Nothing's yeah, going to yeah. come of this. Airline, who's going to fly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's never going to go beyond guys, you yeah. know, dorky guys at, at, at county fairs, you know, right. flying around. <laughs> uh, so you venturing around Santa Cruz, finding waves with your friends, and then you also mentioned last night that you had this kind of epic California surf trip. 
you oh, were 15 yeah. or something and 15. you packed up the that car. That was December of 57. Yeah, so take uh-huh. us through that. And um, uh, and so uh, Don Pichotto, uh, at, uh and he's, he started just about exactly the same time as I had. And, and, uh, and Kinsey were, were uh, Kinsey was 16, had a license in a brand new 57 Ford. Oh, and, uh, uh, and, and so uh, I just told mom and dad, hey, we're going to go on a surfing trip for a week here over uh, Christmas vacation. And, and so, uh, yeah, well, don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've got five, ten bucks, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll do fine. <laughs> and we just threw the uh, sleeping bags in, you know, in, the, in the car and strapped the boards on top and, and uh, it drove straight down to uh, Rincon and, yeah. and just slept out on the bluffs there uh, outside of Carpenter. And Carpinteria was just a tiny just little, a dinky little, little spot. spot. Yeah, it's beautiful though. And, yeah. and, uh, and so, and then we just hit spots all the way down to uh, Wind and Sea and, and uh, La Jolla Shores wow. and, and stuff. So had you been down there or was this just so like brand well, new for all you guys? Brand just, new. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I, I don't know. Kinsey's Sis, had a sister in San Diego, and and we did stop, and and uh, we actually got to sleep inside a, a place, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, put the boards, uh, the, the, the bags down on the floor there, but. Uh, question. Okay, can I ask a question? Sure. Because I remember seeing those places in the surf movies that used to be over at Santa Cruz High School. Oh, yeah. And that, that was okay. how you knew about trestles it, it, and, you know, it, it, it was. Yeah. yeah, and we snuck on, got on base. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. And I, I, I snuck past the Marines on, on several uh, several right. several trips, at any rate, it, it was uh, it, it just made it such a great accomplishment, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. to, uh, to to do that, and 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 you're pretty much guaranteed being the only guy out when, sure, uh, when you got there. But yeah, it was. how did you find you know like the Santa Cruz surf scene was small? I imagine maybe it was a little bit bigger as you went down into Southern California because the water is warmer, it's more approachable. Right. As you local Santa Cruz guys started surfing and interacting with the, the locals down there. How did you find that? Was there ever any friction or was it all just more, surfing was still so new and small yeah. and young, it was more like, oh, welcome. Was it more welcoming or what was that like I, for you guys? I never experienced any friction. Yeah. Um, and, and I think if we would have, like, like we surfed Malibu and, um, and, and Johnny Fain, Mm-hmm. Was out and and we were surfing with him. He was he was great. Yeah. You know, it, it, uh, if it were Mickey Dora or something, it probably would have yeah, been different. Been a different. Uh, but uh, but that was never never ever a part of my experience. Right. And then That's and then so the cool. La Jolla crew was was pretty notorious yeah. too. And there were quite a few of them. But a lot of those guys came up and and surfed here. Oh no kidding. Uh, and and so there was a, a certain acceptance. You know, so the Wind yeah. and Sea crowd. Uh, Really knew the Santa Cruz Got surf it. scene. Yeah, so and you had reciprocity. To you be did, like, you know, <laughs> and so it was. Uh, that was kind of cool. There was, uh, yeah, Rick Flager was. Uh, I think he was the best surfer I ever saw around really? here. Yeah. Uh, and and he was a uh, 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 La Jolla Wind and Sea yeah. guy going to Stanford, and then he would come over, you know, every weekend. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, screw foot, but he had that that drop knee. Uh, Turn and 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 it was the very typically Southern California, and that and, and so much mm. everything would come up from Southern California. Uh, I remember uh, Johnny Rice coming back up from South mm. Bay, and 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 he was the first to have a, a cross step walking the board. Oh no, uh, kidding! And and uh, it was just some little shore break, and and I was thinking, how does he get so much out of that 
crappy little wave, you know. <laughs> but uh, he had such such perfect trim, yeah. such a uh, just such a nice feel for uh, right. you know for for the uh, what the wave would would give you. But but that that neat little quick uh really so he brought up. that back with him he brought it and, wow. and immediately before that it was always kind of shuffling yeah. you know and and then after that oh well that looks really cool and, yeah. and so uh johnny brought that here and um and i i think and and then that uh uh la jolla crew everybody would would bring something that was unique to their their area yeah. and and, oh, cool. and and you know it was, everybody's kind of eclectic and sharing and, and yeah. or looking and, and saying right. hey that that looks really really cool oh that's neat so what about like talking about johnny rice who's a local you know legend here in the surfing world isn't here with us anymore but you know he was shaping boards and doing all kinds of stuff yeah talk about jack o'neill you mentioned last night that you remember him from his early days of living in his van and all that so talk about he, like you know what your interaction with him and just as you he, saw yeah. him start to become the guy he is yeah he was with yeah it, it was things. well it, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy yeah uh that that's just always at the top of my mind but uh, he was he was always a part of of, of that scene and, and he always seemed like an, an older guy he was probably what 36 37 years old yeah, you yeah. know he's an old man and, <laughs> and, and, and uh, isn't that something that an old guy like that yeah. would would uh, would even be interested in this and 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 uh uh, uh, but there were some old guys that, uh, but but he had that that green panel truck, you know, with no no windows in the back, and and he'd sleep in that uh, uh, out on the cliffs uh, yeah. for you know uh, over the weekend, and and uh, but he he was there. There's a whole group from San Francisco that would come mm. down. Uh, Frank Gillette, you know, the body surfer, mm. and then there's a kid Hal, uh, but uh, uh, and, and they were. Uh, it was always great to see him. You know, it wasn't like you guys go back home or anything. Yeah. Nothing, nothing like that right, at all. Right. It was. Uh, and so, were you? You got one of his wetsuits. I, I did. did. Yeah. Uh, it was actually the second wetsuit that I ever got. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, he, you know. He, there was that kind of the big jump was going, uh, moving here from San Francisco, and then he, he kind of had that uh, that little shack that was on a on a sledge that you know, just kind of uh, thick wooden runners that that he dragged up that was basically just back from where the uh, the, the surf sh uh, shack used to okay. be, and uh, and it was just a tiny little one one room thing but he had this really cool uh bud brown uh uh glossy black and white oh, wow. uh photos of uh of hawaii and and uh um and maybe a, a couple of California spots, mm. but uh, he was, you know, I, I'd go in and and I'm just some little grammy, but he was always he was so high and yeah. and, and uh, he knew you, he, he right. recognized you from from being around, and and never never any pressure to uh, do anything or get out of here. Yeah, or, uh, you cool. know, he was he was yeah. he was always just a, a really good good person. Yeah, um, and um, I I don't think he was. You know, a, a great surfer, but he had lots of fun mm -hmm. and, and and enjoyed it. And he would go out and in everything. You know, yeah. he's kind of uh, fearless and and uh, um, but got along with everybody. Yeah. And and uh, um, just a just a, a very very good person. Yeah, you hear a lot about that. You know, folks who knew him, and I have some friends who like he, you know him from the surfing world, and everybody says the same thing. It's just being a good guy and yeah, he used to be around and, and just full just, of fun. 
Absolutely, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, just so well grounded. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So today, you you live um, down in Ventura, which is kind of north northern part of Southern California, Central California, but you're here in Santa Cruz. In just context for folks listening, um, we're at next to my neighbor's house. Tony and Bob, who is your sister and brother-in-law, mm-hmm. and you guys came up with your son Mike to pick up a board. Y- yes, so talk about this board because I've seen it. It's down in the in the basement, and uh-huh. it's an epic old-school relic of this era we're talking about, maybe yeah. even beyond. So, so talk about that board. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, a it has that that teardrop, uh, you know, plywood. He built it himself, and and I think. Uh, a, a lot of the guys, that's what they started out with. Yeah. Um, I didn't see that many of those uh, 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 laminated uh, redwood balsa boards that, uh, that growing up, but uh, a lot of coop boxes. And, and, coop uh, boxes? Uh, well, yeah, that's what we called them, coop. Coop boxes. Coop boxes, got it. Yeah, uh, wow. and and some people have kind of bastardized that to kook yeah. boxes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, which which it became yeah. later, but that just was cause. that was just a, a play on the original right. name for it. Where did uh, coop boxes coop, come from? Uh, yeah. Uh, Do you- I, it, just because it was like building a coop or something, uh, yeah, uh, you know, just, like like a chicken coop, or yeah. you know, you're, you're just taking supplies from uh, and, and common things and and, really? uh, uh, and and then varnishing it, trying to make it uh, it 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 leaked some, you know. And I surfed it a couple of times mm-hmm. at, at Cowles. Um, it was really hard surf. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, there wasn't much you could do on it except right. uh, catch a wave and 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 ride it. So what? Talk, talk about like the era this board's from and the dimensions of it roughly. Like yeah. how long is it? Now? Yeah, it's uh, eleven and a half feet long. Eleven six. Do uh, you just measured it? Didn't you? Oh, 12 and a half. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, 12 and a half feet long. And and this was not a big board uh, uh, for the time. Wow. You know, it was kind of smaller. Um, the teardrop shape, mm-hmm. so it's really wide in the nose. Yeah. But where you're paddling on it, uh, you know, isn't really that yeah. that wide. You you don't feel like you're uh, you know looking up at the at, at the nose. Yeah, you know there, there's something substantial here, but uh, uh, it it really tapers down to to just a, a, right. a pin tail, yeah. uh, and with with just the tiniest skeg uh, really? that, that's maybe a couple of inches deep oh, and wow. and, uh, uh, and but, heavy. How much do you think that thing weighs? What? Well, I used to carry it around down there. Uh, I. 70, 80 pounds. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then when was it built, would you say? I, I would say it was built in the middle 30s wow. uh, to early 30s. See, John was a, a, a charter member of the uh, uh, of the Santa Cruz Surf Club. I still have the card, you know, one yeah. of his cards oh, cool. from the, uh, uh, with a picture of Hoppy Swartz uh, wow. going left at uh, Old Man's, I think. On that board? Uh, no, no, he, car, it, yeah. it's, uh, it, yeah. but it, it was, it was one of Doc Ball's pictures from his, okay. uh, from his book, I think. And they, they said, Hey, well, this, this will look good on our, yeah, our, our, our membership card and yeah. all. Um, but, um, um, I, there were a, a lot of, uh, most of the, uh, of those coupe boxes mm-hmm. were 
bigger than that. Um, And and, uh, there was one, it's in the photo of uh, uh, that iconic photo from from June 1941 of of everybody standing down at Cowles with the boards behind their backs and has their names on it. But um, there was a white and red one that that had been left in in uh, kind of the the back garage barn, uh, somebody and and, uh, old lady had, had, I think she'd gone to Don Pichotto and said, "Hey, do you guys want this?" And and uh, wow. and 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 so we we took that out to just just to you know uh, try it. It had a, a pebbly surface on it. Uh, must have been through oh, wow. the, the, the just the the paint like a little uh, bit of grip on it. But it, it did, yeah, yeah. It, it would hold wax and yeah. and. Uh, uh, Surf crappy, you know, yeah, but you just uh, point it and go, it, it, and hope was, nobody's in the way because you're not turning that thing. You know, yeah, there were some early films way before uh, Bruce Brown or Bud or yeah. Bud Brown um, uh, of guys surfing old man's. Don had had this. Uh, he used to play on like a uh, eight millimeter projector, but there are guys surfing some some pretty big stuff on those boards, wow. you know. And, and 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 it is just as you say, you know, they're, they've got the stupid uh, hats that Lauren Peterson was teaching everybody how to how to weave, you know, and, and oh, kind yeah. of holding on with one hand onto, onto their straw hat. And they're on a six foot, seven foot face yeah. and, and, and just totally out of control, you know, and, and running into, you know, oh, everybody yeah. and anybody and, and uh, just epic crashes, but, but they're all riding, you know, yeah. and, and, and it was, uh, it was, you know, and we were thinking, oh, isn't that funny? Those guys way back then, you know, that yeah. they did that and, and, and now, we're those guys guys that (laughs) it all comes full circle yeah yeah (laughs) so mike i'm curious like after having surfed you know for so long and now looking back what's your like i don't know just your perception or impression of surfing today you know like um you've seen it all it's it's mainstream yeah um it's a business um you know, it, it has the the stars, the uh, you know, the, the promoted uh, egos, and 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 uh, I I'm so happy that I grew up when I did, yeah. that I had that time when it was you know you were counterculture, uh, and and, and kind of like that was part of yeah, the yeah. <laughs> the attraction of yep. it is that you know we're 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 not uh, uh, particularly. Um, Welcomed by yeah. by the greater not a lot of society, focus and that and, was just fine. And, yeah, 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 exactly. And and, and um, uh, it it bothered me when they started doing uh, uh, contests mm. and and. Uh, and, and talking about who's the best surfer in the world, and, and you know, well, well, that's a dumb yeah. thing to try and find out, you know, and, and uh, it's just totally subjective, and yeah. and, and uh, you know, what's what's your style? It, it was it was more about uh, sharing it, you know, it, you were, uh, and, and everybody out there was your brother, you know, yeah, uh, right. and and uh, and and you were you were really happy. You know, somebody got a good wave, yeah, and right. uh, you know, and, and talk about it and share it, and uh, so um, now um, 
there, there's a lot of unpleasantness in, in, in the water and, and you know, who needs that? Yeah, exactly. uh, enough of that in the world in general. It, 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 that's, yeah, <laughs> that, that's the truth. The it, it, and it doesn't belong there. It, it, uh, uh, but that's what happens with crowds anywhere, that's right. and whatever, you, whatever yeah. you're doing. Yeah, it, waves are a resource and there's only so much of any resource. And yeah. when they get scant, people get a little bit eggy what, and weird with each other. Uh, it gets me, Mike and I were just talking about how uh, just, you know, the entire world has been opened up. All the, yeah. the places you never dreamed of, but you know, Tasmania, uh, you know, Southeast Asian islands, yeah. uh, every, and people are checking on uh, yeah, online yeah. and finding, yeah. you know, looking at buoys and finding waves uh, <laughs> everywhere. And, yeah, and now. Uh, it's changed quite a bit since. Yeah, it was it was fun going up and down the coast and 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 just finding yeah. a, a place on your own, just totally out of yeah. uh, uh, blind dumb luck or or, yeah. or something. And that, it's what's neat about it too is you still have there still is that opportunity where we are here in Santa Cruz. I mean, I, I don't really realize it until people come up how fortunate we are to be able to leave. Like town is crazy because there's we have a university. We have people from Silicon Valley and everybody likes to surf and that's cool. But we're still able because the sprawl of where we're at hasn't crept up north, which is so fortunate. Like you could still go and hunt around for waves. Now you mm -hmm. might find two guys out or three or maybe 20 in certain spots, but you can also, if you have a few hours on your hands, we're still really fortunate to be able to go yes. poke around. You know, because in California it's, not a lot of opportunity to go poke around for waves, you know. So I, I do appreciate <laughs> you, that. You, a lot you have more. to travel some, but yeah, uh, yeah we were just uh, last uh, uh, last spring. We were, we were up on uh, uh, Vancouver Island and oh, yeah. and uh, and just kind of exploring some of the uh, the beaches on the uh, on the far west side yeah. and. Damned if There's there waves. weren't guys riding, all, you know, yeah. uh, any any spot and uh, uh, that was possible. You know, there was there's a regular crew that's yeah. out there, and and then you see people, pictures of people surfing Alaska and slush, you know, know, walking through yeah. snow to get, yeah. uh, to, to get out into the water. Yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. I got some buddies who are going to Iceland in uh, whoa, geez, in, in March, I believe, and. <laughs> Just the mental preparedness, like we're in Santa Cruz, it's cold, but it's not <laughs> Iceland cold, you yeah. know, where he's like, I bought two, like six mil wetsuits, because if you surf twice a day, he's like, I'm not putting on a wet, oh, cold wetsuit to get out for my to, second session. <laughs> Gloves, booties, the whole deal, you know, but yeah, because there's good waves and people now it's like are willing to spend money to go find some relatively uncrowded good waves, mm -hmm. whether it's freezing or I, warm. Well, it just just the uh, the drama of of it, or, or the excitement of, of yeah. something new and, and and a little different. You know, it, it it becomes, and that was always one of the uh, the beautiful things about yeah, surfing right. was that uh, um, finding something different. Yeah, yeah, uh, so true, super um, true. That was, but yeah, you. you Got to have a lot of respect for for you know people doing yeah. going out in those conditions. Yeah. I, I I try always try to swim in any body of water that we go to, and and so you know like swimming the Irish Sea is oh, wow. really bitter cold, and I suspect that Green or Iceland yeah. is 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 even more so. Right, right. <laughs> uh, um, and cold, and, and it yeah it it, it definitely makes the experience different. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. 
That's cool. So Mike, if you look back, do you have like a favorite wave or a favorite session or something back from back in the day here? In you, you know, I, I there's no place I've ever surfed has given me more pleasure than the hook. Oh, uh, I love really? that wave. I, I, and, that and long kind of peeling right. You know, yes, yeah, yeah. so for things to connect and, and you've got that that nice uh, takeoff, you know, real, real yeah. sweet little uh, little. Uh, you know, peak and and then that that fast lineup yeah, and and up. and on days when you could connect all the way down Sharks Cove oh, and yeah. stuff, you know, and and then maybe pick up a few waves down there. Th- those were magical. Yeah, and, and uh, that was with uh, uh, generally Don Pachotto and I yep. were were surfing that and yeah. and uh, and it was a little harder to get two then but we used to climb up the cliff there you know right in oh, front yeah. of it and, wow. and i i think well maybe now they have uh, you know steps or, or something oh, but it was steps. real back then real it's nasty. just it's pretty steep oh it was yeah, cliff, it, yeah. it was scary <laughs> and and, uh, and and the lane was too you know they had the old fire hose down there and, and there was a, a ledge halfway up and yeah and you had you had to have three guys and and oh, uh, really? and one guy yeah, shut so, the boards down okay. well or well or getting them back up was the hard thing <laughs> you know and, and uh uh and we'd always jump off in, in front of inside curl or or uh, um you know, or, or paddle out, but, but right. then coming in, um, you'd have, have somebody hand the board from down, uh, on, on yeah. the rocks, uh, up to the guy on the ledge in the middle who yeah. would then oh, hand wow. it up to the guy up on the top of the cliff. And, and, uh, and then you would, you would get all three boards up and, and then you just kind of, and, and, and your hands are frozen oh, yeah. and your feet, you can't feel them yeah. because they're cut up on the rocks and the muscles. And yeah, and, yeah. And you don't know because there's no feeling in your That's feet right. there. And you find out when you, <laughs> you get up and then, oh, oh yeah, it's <laughs> a, uh, Gosh. So, but uh, I, I guess that was, uh, you know, it was, it was part of the adventure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. I probably would have liked to have had some steps to, <laughs> to yeah. climb up and get out. But, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but that was, uh, Man, that was, that was what you had. Gnarly you know? back then. Yeah. No, that's cool. Well, Mike, I really appreciate sharing so much, and uh, this has been really cool just to kind of, I don't know have my own little vision of what it was like back then because i see like we go down to the santa's wharf and other places there's some pictures of that era yeah and the things i love too is people holding huge fish you know like when it was like you mentioned picking abalone off the rocks like right Uh in front of everybody and so to hear what it was like from your perspective having grown up in it and surfed it you know so having that pier was was such a great thing it it, it used to be a working pier and and, uh, that was part of the deal you'd you'd walk out and see what the catch was and there'd be massive octopus or big oh, wow. lingcod or you know yeah. but they'd always or, or sometimes it was a basking shark and yeah. there's that uh time that had it hanging you know the 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 tail was up uh, above the you know the bottom of the uh, yeah huge uh of, of the yeah. the pier and, and the heads hanging down the there it was uh, yeah it was cool yeah and this is this is our aunt uh this is one this of is the, one the, the married I, oh cool so there's a really cool shot and I'll take a picture of this and put it like with the show yeah. notes of these two really cute girls yeah. with gigantic halibut. Diane was the, <laughs> yeah. These things with rods. She was the most beautiful woman in the world. The you know, she was just gorgeous. And she, she'd take take me down sometimes to That's the beach. Cool. And, yeah, I love that because so she, cool. she'd go early and stay all day. Yeah. Yeah. Misidentified in the... Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, to, uh, 
Jeff Dunn and told him. <laughs> Correction, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, Mike, thank you so much, man. This is really cool. Oh, Looking forward to sharing yeah. this. And Thank uh, you for, uh, thank yeah, you. for, it's always nice to talk about it. I, yeah. I appreciate anybody who's interested or willing to listen. Yeah, no, really cool. And thank you so much. Oh, man, my, my pleasure. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. We really appreciate all the support. Uh, if you like what you heard, uh, please, you know, uh, hype us up on social media. Always appreciate, you know, spreading the word. Uh, give us a nice little rating on the, uh, your podcast app and uh, just keep tuning in. If you're interested in being on the show and sharing some of your life stories, uh, hit me up, josh at thisoceanlife.tv. You can PM me on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Anyway, thanks again for being here and uh, have a great day.